0: Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist here in Georgia, coming to you with your next mental health moment. October 10th is World National Mental Health Awareness Day. And I wanted to discuss with you all today, the invisible wounds of mental health. Now, there's a lot of different things that I could have covered. And I have to be honest, I struggled with what exactly to address, because today is such a profound day as you think about all the different things that people struggle with when it comes to mental health. Um, But I settled on invisible wounds because I feel like that's an important topic that goes across borders, boundaries, oceans, and it kind of transcends all the different dynamics that I feel like are important when it comes to mental health. As you all are well aware, there are a lot of countries that do not even consider mental health to be something that should be acknowledged or addressed it is considered to be a weakness. It is something that is thought of in some places as um, something that is influenced by negative spirits, um, that is satanic in some way, that needs to be purged. Uh, we know that people have often been mistreated who have had mental health conditions locked up hidden away, um, separated from society, seen as uh, deficient, um, abnormalities, if you will, blights on the population, embarrassments, um, people who are not allowed to engage in activities with anyone because they are kept in secrecy, oftentimes abused and neglected. We also know uh, that there are a lot of struggles still around the world with regard to mental health and um, our gender and that it is still frowned upon, um, looked down upon, seen as inferior when men express that they have mental health concerns. We have seen that people in positions of leadership and power, whether that be on a sports team or in a political office or serving as uh, presidents of particular universities or other large companies, to acknowledge that they struggle with mental health is often viewed unfavorably. So we are, um, I think, at a point where it's important for us to understand that there are a lot of people struggling and we can't necessarily look at them and tell they're struggling, right? There are women right now who have experienced a miscarriage or um, a stillbirth, and we don't see a child. And so we don't realize that they are hurting, that they are struggling as mothers with children they can no longer hold. Um, We don't realize that people who have experienced a significant trauma, whether that be a trauma related to an accident, such as a car accident in which they are terrified to be able to get into a car again, combat-related trauma, sexual assault-related trauma, natural disaster-related trauma. Who, When the wind blows, when they hear certain sounds, when they smell certain things, when they um, experience certain environments that remind them of where they were when these assaults happen, like they are dealing with sometimes insurmountable anxiety. We don't understand necessarily when we see people that they may have come from homes where they were abused or neglected. They could be in partnerships right now that are absolutely abusive and we have no idea that they're struggling. There are people who identify as LGBTQ who have been ostracized from their families, who have been told they no longer can carry the family name, who have been informed that if they are to come around acting like that or bringing those people with them, that they aren't welcome, that are dealing with tremendous pain, who have been told in our our places of faith that they aren't welcome um, and that God is not pleased with them. There are people who are walking around and they want to be able to focus and attend and concentrate and remember, and they can't. And they are being told that they're inferior or or eyes being rolled or that they're lazy, that they're not good enough and they are wasting away their talents when they are really doing their absolute best. We have children who are literally struggling with depression they don't understand necessarily that that's what it is, but they are not being acknowledged by their families. They are being told that they're kids and there's nothing that they have going on in their lives that they need to be addressing. There are people who are begging to be seen by a therapist and can't have access because their families don't validate it and they don't have the resources to be able to get there on their own. There are people who literally cannot get up every day. Their depression is so overwhelming, so heavy on them that it's a struggle for them to comb their hair, put on clothes, take a shower, brush their teeth. There are people who are grieving, grieving the losses of, of legs and arms, grieving the losses of jobs, grieving the losses of people Grieving the loss of the fact that they weren't able to be there with their loved one who was dying during COVID 19. And they are in that sad, deep, isolated place where it just feels like they're in a hole and there is no peace. We have no idea they're struggling. We are telling them, shouldn't you be over that by now? Um, you know, just trust in God, dismissing the fact that it is possible. For us to both trust in God and be struggling with mental health concerns. We have had faith-based members of our communities from pulpits, from places of worship, denounce seeking mental health services, dismiss um, and disregard the fact that mental health concerns exist. Making people feel like they're unable to go and be seen or that something's wrong with them. They don't believe enough. Their faith isn't there. Meanwhile, they are struggling with crippling mental health concerns. There are literally people walking around who are seeing things we cannot see, hearing things we cannot hear and feeling things we cannot feel. And imagine what a prisoner of your own mind you must be struggling with that. There are people who have been taking medications for years. Their medications are no longer working and they are unable to get any relief and they are considering suicide as their only way to get out of this pain. We have children who are considering suicide as a means to be able to get away from this pain. There are people who are being teased and taunted and harassed who are considering suicide to get away from their pain. So there is no shortage of things that could be addressed and thought about. On today, There are people who often belittle others with mental health concerns, making comments when we see people who are clearly in a maybe a psychotic break or um, struggling mentally. And there's video footage of them and we make light of it and crack jokes about it instead of wondering if this person was able to get the resources that they needed. And if this person recording contacted someone to get them help. We have seen people killed because their mental health was not understood and they were thought to be a threat to people when all they simply needed was to be in the hospital and placed on the appropriate medication. We have seen people be made to feel as if they are beneath simply because they have a diagnosis, which has been thrown in their face. They've been called crazy. They've been told, well, why don't you go take your medication? Have you taken your medication today? Not because it's coming from a place of concern, but because it's coming from a place of trying to hurt and criticize and demean this person. We have people that are afraid to speak their voices, are afraid to say anything because they have been beat down, abused, demeaned, belittled, withheld love. So there is a lot of work yet to do so what what can we do to support so here here is what I would encourage you to do one never ever call a person crazy people are struggling with mental health and their behavior at sometimes may appear odd or you may not understand and it is okay to say hey this person seems like they're going through something I don't really understand what may be happening but you describe what they're doing if you need to call and get them some help If this is someone in your family who is struggling, then what you can do is you can encourage them, encourage them to get some support, have a list of available resources that they can utilize. And even if they're not ready now, they have it in the event that they want to use it in the future. Be affirming when people share their struggles, encourage them that they are not alone. And even if you don't fully understand their journey, what they're walking through right now. All you need to do is listen because sometimes just being a listening ear can make all the difference. Advocate for mental health services in your schools. Make sure that your kids are being taught coping skills, that they have support resources available, that they understand mental health so they don't tease their classmates who may be struggling with mental health concerns. Talk to your kids about not being bullies. Talk to them about being affirming and creating safe spaces for other people. Talk to your family members about that. Do not allow your friends and family to say mean, hateful, and oftentimes just misguided things about other people. Take that time, use your voice to provide some education and create a hate-free zone and a mental health affirming zone wherever you go. Look at the policies in your cities, in your states, make sure that people who need to access quality mental health care services can do so, not just medical health services. We often neglect the mental health services, making sure that there are task force when there are opportunities for you to vote for legislation, when there are opportunities for you to um, bring things into the community. Think about the mental health resources. Often those are the ones that go neglected. Uh, Make sure that when at all possible, that you encourage people to utilize um, the many resources that have become available, that mental health providers have set up websites and podcasts and other types of opportunities um, for people to tune into. Because even if you're not going through a struggle currently, mental wellness is important. So you don't have to be in distress. We encourage wellness. Prevention is always going to be better than intervention. So you yourself engaging in prevention activities wellness focused activities, being mentally helpful and healthy. right? So those are things that you can do. When your kids come to you listen to them, don't dismiss it, don't say they're being dramatic. Don't say, well, that's not something you could you should be concerned about. you need to focus on those books. Hear them and if they need resources, then make sure that you make those available. If nothing else, If nothing else, put affirming messages on your social media pages from time to time. An encouraging word can go a long way. Check on people around you. Just check on their wellness and make sure that they're doing okay. Those are things that you can do. Um, Send a card, phone call, text message, right? Those are also things that you can do. Let people know you see them. Pay attention to the person, not their struggle. Don't label them as their diagnosis. They are a person outside of their diagnosis. If you have people in your family who do not believe in mental health and discourage it or make negative statements, then you wanna make sure that those are not people you encourage (laughs) your friends and family to seek for support. Some people aren't going to change their minds about that. And that's just the reality we live in. So we wanna encourage people to talk to other folks that are going to be affirming. Have those ministries in your church, your faith-based organization, where there's mental health provide, mental health resources provided. Identify the mental health people in your, in your organizations that could possibly help. Make sure that your boards, your city boards, your, your um, organizations in your community have mental health providers serving in those key positions. Make sure that you honor days like World Mental Health Day even if you just repost something to let people know that you are an advocate for mental wellness. I want everybody to know that we see you, we're gonna do our very best to respond differently to you. And when we don't know, instead of judging you and making assumptions about you, we'll ask questions and get education and commit to trying to understand a little bit better. We will take this as a day of reflection And if there are areas for ourselves that we need to address with regard to our mental wellness, we will commit to doing so. We will ensure that our athletes have mental health services because they're often a population that goes underserved because that's an area that's not necessarily addressed, but it is just as important as their physical wellness. We will check in with our kids and make sure that they are doing things to be mentally well. So on this day, know that you are important we see you we love you we need you and you always matter not just today but every day be encouraged